All right. So, Love Talk Radio. And of course, I start talking before the introduction. I'm not surprised you think about this through like through the past couple of days, and you're like, how can I make this better the next time? And what happens? Life. Life happens the next time because you think you did it right the first time, and then you try something else, and of course, something else happens. So, welcome to our second episode where we're going to talk about being empathic and trials and tribulations. What we're going to do with that. So now that I'm connected and figured out how to do something else differently through three ways with one stone, I'm going to figure out how to get my co-host on here and uh, make sure everything flows properly. But with that being said, while I'm doing that, um, being empathic. Being empathic um, is being influenced by a lot of energy. When I say a lot of energy, it could be the space at work, could be where you're living, could be yourself, could be other different methods on your thought process, your energy, what you're thinking, even without knowing you're empathetic, it's throwing you off. Let me just check on the connection here, Maria. You there? I am. Oh, all right. We made it. We made it here to episode two. And uh, (laughs) talking about it, we're like, oh, are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. No, I'm not ready. (laughs) Yeah. But I think it's like a perfect example. (laughs) No, it's a perfect example of life, right? (laughs) Like, this is the whole point of doing a blog talk is that, you know, spiritually, it's not about, hi, I'm Joe. Welcome to another episode of of, (laughs) a millennial's um, eye. We're going to be doing tarot cards, you know? (laughs) So I have some time on my hands today, pros and cons, (laughs) and we're here. So, Maria, you actually were like, you know, we should do an episode of empathy and being empathetic. And I'm trying Mm -hmm. to um, remember all my thoughts here, how we're going to go about it. But for me, it's easy to go like, yeah, I'm I'm empathetic. Um, For me, I noticed it more becoming spiritual and practicing what I had to practice and tools. And it doesn't just start there. I mean, I would be able to walk into a room, especially work, right? Lots of people. Mm-hmm. in a kitchen. And as soon as I walk in the room, if they're already there, especially, I'm going, uh, oh, boy. And you, yeah. know, you can't pinpoint it because there's all these people. And the other thing that would happen to me is, especially you, that this is this is a perfect example. You think about, mm-hmm. like, oh, I wonder how Joe's doing. And most right. of the time you're like, so, something's either not right or whatever. But you, you, you pinpoint it. And right. you're checking in. And most of the time that energy is right. Like, oh, my God, I was just thinking about you. And you are right, but there's that or, flow or of I'll emotion. Or i say what's wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so much going on that, like, my signals are shooting all to my friends. Help. <laughs> yeah. But with that being said, there's more methods than we know. There's stones. There's cleaning yourself spiritually. There's the stage thing. There's all of these different things. But do you have any examples that you personally want to share? Well, um, yeah, I mean, obviously you're a really good example, and, you know, you just used that one, so i got to come up with another one. Um, okay, so for you, it was walking in to work. You know, you're a chef. You work in the kitchen. There's a lot of people, a lot of energy. Um, for me... 
you know, on the first episode, we talked about how I traveled for work and, um, you know, I was always in a different place and always around a lot of people. And um, actually, yeah, I'll give you a really good example. So, you know, I mean, walking past people, I was realizing that even brushing up against them or shaking somebody's hand, I was taking on these feelings that sometimes would almost take my breath away. And I, I didn't really understand what was happening at first, but um, <laughs> so I, I was in sales and I was doing some demonstrations for a product I was selling and I was really busy. It was actually right around Christmas time. And, um, you know, I was doing a special buy one, get one. Everybody was going crazy. And this lady waited patiently. She was at the end of the line and, um, you know, waited, waited, waited. I'm talking to all these people. And I looked at her when I finally got to her and I said, you know, thanks for waiting. And then I said to her, listen, if you're thinking about getting four of them, you might as well just get five and then you get the sixth one for free. And her eyes just got really big and her mouth just dropped. And she looked at me and she said, how did you know I, I didn't even say anything to you? And she's like freaked out and I just apologized. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. I just, I, I knew what she was thinking. Like I was just kind of tuned into her. So that story kind of sticks with me. Um, it's kind of funny. But um, there's one other quick one I'll tell you. A lady approached me. Yeah, really quick. Uh, really quick, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, how long do we got again? No. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. I was just kidding. I'm just messing with you. Um, so one other time somebody approached me, and she was actually working in um, – well, she's a psychic. And she came up to me, and she was just kind of watching me, and I'm working. And she's like, hey – um." When I had a second, nobody was around me. She goes, I know, I know you're special. You have a gift. And I was like, oh, yeah? You know, like, I just thought it was, was endearing. I'm like, okay, well, thanks. And she's like, you can see it, can't you? And I'm like, hmm, well, what do you mean? And she goes, when you look at people, you know, and there were a bunch of people walking by. And she's like, well, what does it look like to you when you look at a crowd of people? And I was like, well, honestly, it kind of looks like, <laughs> you know, like a comic strip how it's got the little bubbles over people's heads where they're saying stuff. Mm -hmm. Joe? (laughs) Are you there, Joe? (laughs) So, like, for me, a lot of times when I'm around a bunch of people, that's kind of how it is for me. I can see the person, and I can – it might be, like, a color around them. It might be, you know, like a, um, a topic, like a feeling, an emotion. But, um, so that's my personal, just to kind of give an idea, experience of what it's like. You know, it's not always good, obviously. People don't always have good feelings that they're exuding. Um, you know, a lot of times it is sad or stressed or upset. And, um, you know, you actually are the one that really pushed me and helped me learn to deal with all of that. Of, of I did. All of oh, that. thank you. Uh, I didn't you know. <laughs> you, you did. Um, you did. You told me it's kind of like having a backpack full of rocks, like boulders that I'm carrying around. Oh, yeah. I forgot you, about that. Yeah. You're like, each time you meet somebody, you know, you take that on, you're throwing that boulder right in 
on your back and you're carrying it, but you have to learn how to empty it, how to take them away. Well, for me, I, well, sorry, <clears throat> thanks for reminding me because no. I say things and I forget. Yeah. But for me, me I think I have to go through, like, everything difficult because I'm thick-headed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I just remember looking back now and realizing, you know, different relationships, honestly. There was one where living with someone where um, – I thought something was wrong. I thought, you know, they were, they were cheating on me. I'm looking for all like these mm-hmm. things because my gut's telling me something's not right. You have to look. Mm-hmm. I'm losing my mind going, this is not, you know, you feel it yourself. You're like, what am I doing? What am yeah. I looking for? Because you feel like the person's lying to you. And <laughs> you look, I'm looking back on, you know, it's unfortunate that I had put myself to that, but I realize now, but I'm looking for this. And I'm just feeling the energy of the space that we live in together I'm feeling what, you know, basically what she was putting out and agreeing with her mind is that, you know, she wasn't sure if she wanted to be in that relationship anymore. She didn't want to be with, uh, you know, together, which everything happens for a reason and what was happening. And it it makes sense. But I was looking for physical signs instead of the energy that was throwing me off. Um, You know, people get worried. I get a lot of the times where I ask people the same question, are you okay? Are you okay? And I forget. I don't even remember asking them three times already. Hey, are you all right? To the point where some people go, ask me one more time, and I'll flip out on you. So <laughs> you don't have to know everything, but if, if that's what happens, leave it alone. And, um, but being empathetic comes with pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, being intuitive is also being from empathy. You feel it. You know it. And that's how it comes in. You feel that emotion. If you have the ability to actually feel that and take the time to understand it, to tell them, because not, you know, not everything's crazy. Um, if, by the way, if there's anyone listening that wants to call in and share a story or, you know, if you're intuitive, if you have abilities, I, I'm trying to get people that I don't know as well to be uh, participants. But um, Yeah, definitely. If you have that empath- empathetic gift, you know, and the other thing, too, here's the big example I actually uh, thought about today. It kind of blew my mind. Being empathetic comes with pros and cons, and one of the cons is understanding, like, how you sound when you're sharing something. If you're intuitive, if you're just speaking out of, um, you know, honesty and giving your advice, if you're telling them what you're feeling, how it sounds is how they're going to receive it. And sometimes we don't realize what we're saying and how it sounds. So the biggest example, especially the topic came to mind too, it made me laugh, being a millennial and all that. So we have all these smartphones, right? And then we have the Bluetooth speakers or, you know, so you're playing your music and you have the the setting for the sound to come out rock or you want to be loud or the bass is low. You plug that into a Bluetooth speaker now, right? Now that setting is going to change because you plugged it into that. So being empathetic is kind of like, yeah, I've got – I've got this going on. I feel it. I'm going to pronounce it. But then it echoes into the Bluetooth speaker going a whole other sound. And that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. You have to think about, too, how is your energy helping? Not everyone is going to accept what you're saying either. It's not saying, being empathetic, I, I overthink. I worry. I, I, talk, I, just, I drive myself crazy. And then you're going, well, is something being thrown at me spiritually? It goes into all these different varieties in my mind. Well, not anymore because you just have to calm your ground. 
Well, there's still hard days, even when you know that, you know. There's hard days. Um, being around people, it's it's hard because there could be different times where you just personally need your space um, mm-hmm. because there's this cycle of, for me, there's there's work, there's go home, there's goes on, and if you don't have clarity for yourself, and it's amazing what you know, just a moment can do, like to just let yourself express in a way and then you let it right. out and you're like, oh, okay. I didn't know that maybe I just needed to listen to a song or maybe I just need to get lost mm-hmm. for a minute in my own space. It's not so much about cleaning the house. It's not so much about getting rid of energy or did I energize my stones or are my cards lined up? Did someone touch it and I didn't know? There's all this overthinking and that's a part of, you know, even my, this is how I, Well, you know, being alone is also nice because then you're not taking on somebody else's energy. So it's not even necessarily getting rid of what you you already have, what you've already taken on. It's just kind of like when you know you're by yourself, you know that you can just be, you know. When you're around other people, you never know what you're going to pick up. (laughs) You know. Yeah, that that too. Like when you get all right, so you get invited to a party or you you go hang out with a bunch of people. You could be like, yeah, yeah I'm excited to that. You you meet them, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you're thinking like, you don't maybe you don't even realize it. You're 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 thrown off. You're going, what's going on? There's something, or maybe you're just like feeling something else. Maybe you're not. It's just it could be big or small, and other people's right. energy, even. Let's say you're at a business. You're at the, you're at a restaurant. Maybe that place is pick. You're picking up that like something's not right. But you don't have to also overthink it. Go, you know. You need Jesus. <laughs> it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be too far. I say that only because not everyone is the same way. I overthink things and I used to think way out the box. Um, right. Now it's kind of calming, thank God. But you know, some people need stones. Maybe it's a um, maybe it's true they need that because of a spiritual guide of who they are. Some people just need to believe it. They need something to believe in as well. Some people um, are just in the in the process of they just want to eager to learn. They want to know different things. Honestly, I never thought till now. I, I never had this idea of needing stones. I've been kind of inspired and bought certain ones that I'm gonna I'm gonna work for me. And try them out. Someone actually asked me if I bought one while I bought the other ones. I said no. I picked it up today. Um, being empathetic in a sense of, you know, I went to the store also to buy some things spiritually and I came across like this section of tarot cards. And I was like, oh, I don't need them. I have one. I have my own deck. And I'm going, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll look later. Today I wound up being gifted um, tarot cards and I'm, I'm interested in them from someone else that insisted on. You know, check these out. I think they're for you. And I really do think they are they are interesting because the whole – I really wanted to do another episode of Soul Awakening because it's, it's just deep. But there's the master numbers and the Ascended Masters. That's what the card deck is called, the Ascended Masters. I'm actually excited. <laughs> you'll, have to, uh, you'll have to fill me in about those. kind of interested. It's um, 
Well, I mean, that's why I talked to the blog and writing things. I was like, this is the episode, but we're going to probably get off topic. It's okay. Um, yeah. But it's, it's quite interesting because it's the first time I've had a difficult time explaining things to people. And what's coincidental, too, is that um, my cousin, I was thinking about her the other day, and you know, I wanted to ask her some questions. You know, how are you? And I saw her online, online the other day. It was late. Come to, come to find out, you know, she's going through the beginning stages of what I was going through, the soul awakening. I'm going, are you seeing numbers? You know, I'm trying to ask, like, the basic stuff. And then it came to, oh, wow, so she's she's going through it. She's showing me, like, a parking ticket that she bought a parking ticket that had time on it. It was 333. It's, it's not just that, though. There's, it gets deeper and deeper and emotional and questioning. It's all about letting go of things and understanding it through the process. And I'm still trying to understand it. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely – well, that's because it's always changing. There's always some new feeling or, um, you know, there's some new struggle with it. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's really an amazing gift, but um, but it's not easy if you don't understand it. Um, I don't know how it even came about. I guess it triggers from different things, and but regardless of that, I'm on, you know, let's say it's non-existent. I'm just appreciating this because the past, I don't know, couple of years now, I've been feeling certain things as, as my personality. I'm thinking, you know, things that I'm, I was actually getting tired of too. Why this? Why that? Mm-hmm. Why am I this way? Why, why don't, and coexisting with the fact of, you know, I do think about other people and that's a good thing too, you know, to, to be able to Let's say I say something to you, which I probably have too. I'm like, you know, Maria, you know, maybe you should do this, this, and this. And then I think about it going, oh, my God, you know, I'm actually sorry. You're right, and I apologize for that because now I understand your your side of, the, of where you're coming from. Whether right. it be, you know, talking now or talking personally, whatever it may be. But that's a big thing. But I'm thinking egotistically at this point to going, I don't understand. I'm such a great person. Why am I this way? Why am I difficult here? Why does it have to be consistent, you know, problem, problem, problem? And no one is perfect. And that's why, you know, I want to show people through the episodes that spiritually, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, I just want to show people that you can be someone, but you don't have to be two people for the, you know, there's the community version and there's the personal version. The community version doesn't have to be too far off from the personal. And if you're being that community person, then you got to, you know, you're putting weight on yourself when you go out. Oh, are you Joe? Oh, where do you know me from? Oh, I know you from, you know, the blog. Oh, hi. Yeah. No, just I'm being, I'm being me. This is if we had a conversation. There's just so many branches of being empathetic. It rolls into different subjects to the point where, you know, someone could be not being able to sleep. They're trying to find out who did witchcraft. You know, <laughs> it could be a bunch <laughs> of stuff. And all honesty is just balancing yourself, balancing your space, balancing you, and listening to your consciousness. That's a big thing I've been coming across. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm just going to talk about that too. What you are thinking to yourself. <laughs> just do it. Do just it. do it. What you're thinking to yourself and putting aside in this conversation, right? 
So right. I'm trying to give an example. Um, well, let's start easy. I mean, I really want to buy the Apple phone, which I mean, like, I don't know. Don't worry about it. I want to buy the Apple phone. And you're going, no, no, no. What about that? How am I going to get it? Uh, maybe the next check, you know, I'll save. Um, I don't But in your consciousness, you're saying to yourself at the same time, you know it's just that easy. Just go get it. You can do it this way. Yeah. It's one road. Or your career. You know, you want to go to school or you're in school and different things are going on and you're wondering how can you do this. It's the consciousness is talking to you, but the committed conscious is the one that's saying, do it, and there's no worry or doubt. But it's kind of like a stronger stronger feeling, whereas there's the other side of the consciousness saying, oh, what people think, how I feel, I'm going to be disappointed, people are going to be upset with me, I don't want to do this because of that. that that's yourself just beating yourself up. Well, negativity. Well, for example, you go to the restu- restaurant you like three times in a row. You you have like top three things you usually get. Oh, I want to try something different okay. next time. Oh, let me look. I don't know. That sounds good. I don't know. And you're saying to yourself, just get it. Just get it. You know, top three. No, I want to try something else. What do you do? At the end, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to pick one of the three I usually get. Boom. Done. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. I mean, I'm not saying for that, that example. Um, but reading people too. <laughs> Do you have anything? I'm sorry. You should be adding stuff. No, I was I was laughing because I did that tonight. <laughs> you did what? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that works out, right? Yep. So reading people too. I couldn't, I, um, I, I couldn't use my head anymore. I was like, no, it's just easier this way. Go with what you know. We get messages sometimes for random people, not all the time, and it's very strong. Sometimes it's like, boom, or, or something really delicate, like, not, you know, no problem. Not everyone is going to be like, oh, my God, yeah, you're right. And that's fine. What do you, you know, what's the purpose for? Did you ask yourself, you know, whoever's telling you that, your guides or um, whatnot, can I tell them? Is it a good time? Is this, you know, maybe there's another way to tell them later on. Um, people respond kind of like, oh, no, I don't understand. And that's fine. You know, sometimes it's just meant there as a block. Or maybe it's just not for them. They don't want to listen. Maybe it's just a simple fact that they're not understanding the message completely. Um, and I'm trying to think of other instances where, you know, I'm trying to give an example, but it's very easy to tell them, you know, this is what I get for you, apples, pears, oranges. And they're going, I don't understand. I don't know what you mean. But in all reality, you know, maybe tomorrow or the next day they're going to go, oh, now I get it. I get it might it. not happen yet. It might be coming. Maybe it's just a thing. But being empathetic involves more Understanding. Once you understand that this is the influence, because a lot of people think it's this is happening because it's so and so, they put they're talking, uh, and you get overwhelmed. Just try right. to meditate. Whatever works for you. I say this big because and, I remember just getting lost in the sauce several times. Just lose. Just where am I gonna go? What's going on? Who do? What do I do? 
But you got to listen to your heart. That's where it comes down to. This mm-hmm. is where the spirituality comes from. Your heart, your your body, your mind, the temple. You know? Absolutely. Being an empathetic also involves the serious relationship aspect of being with each other. What happens? You're intertwining your energy. Now you're affecting, not infecting, but you're combining two people, <laughs> the influence. So I don't want to say this in a, in, a, in a cautious way, I guess. Who you involve yourself with will be um, influenced in a sense. I mean, there's, there's other ways to go about it of making sure you're, you're taking care of your spirituality, making sure you're taking care of what maybe your body and soul needs to be balanced. And I'm not saying this in a be careful what's out there. Just, you know, think about that right. when you're in a relationship. Um, me and you went through similar things where we had just relationships with people where <clears throat> they, they, we see the potential in people. And I don't, right. you know, maybe some people want to add to that because I don't, I don't see everything or feel everything in conversation this time, but we see potential in people and we're attracted to them. I see that more as like a life lesson that we have to be with them, I guess. But it throws us off. It's it's not even necessarily potential though. Like I don't mean to cut you off, but it's just, it's just more that we see the good because even a bad person has some good in them. So we tend to focus on the good that we're pulling from them and then when you fixate on that, a lot of times you overlook the bad that you would normally see if you weren't so into the situation, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. So, <laughs> now that I, now that oh, I cut would you Would you like off, to elaborate on that? that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. I, well, yeah, no. I, I mean, I think that pretty much covered it. It's just when you're when you're – interested in somebody or you're in a relationship and you're, you know, like for instance, you're on the outside talking to me about my past relationship and you could see things that you knew I wouldn't normally like overlook or be okay with, but deep down, like I knew on a different level that there was, there was more good there than bad. And, you know, I mean, it's pretty simple and cut and dry. A lot of people think, oh, that has nothing to do with spirituality. That's just life, you know. Yeah, when there's when there's when there's more bad than good, you end it. But you know, when when there's emotions involved, and for people like us that tend to feel situations out with mm-hmm. with our spirituality, with our so, emotions, with you know, by being an empath, I'm like. I'm actually doing that right now, and I was kind of like, maybe we should, like, ask, because I, I don't know how to tell how many people are listening, but I did put, like, mm-hmm. readings, intuitive, um, and I'm getting chills right now, which is, I'm just kind of focused. Mm-hmm. I don't usually get chills all the time, so let's do it. I mean, if anyone is listening and you want to, um, a little quick, a little reading, um, just understand that sometimes energy and travel from location might be difficult. Some people, you know, I've listened to too on different stations, you know, they try to do different things and I can hear them like struggling. I, if I can't, I'll be honest with you. But at the same time, if I'm getting chills too, I mean, someone's trying to get something or hear something. So hear something. So please feel free to call in or um, contact through messages and whatnot. Uh, what else is going on? Well, talking about empathy, talking about different ways to 
grow with that. I mean, with that being said, you have an ability. It might be to help others emotionally. Maybe you're being directed to a career. There's different callings. I mean, how you want to go about that. You might be noticing it later on in life and going, oh, okay. And it just intrigues you, and that's where you start. It really doesn't matter. Time, time, space, age, or souls. We come back to help others. Well, we can all, to learn, too. It's all life lessons. Well, we're just talking about relationships, right? So if we didn't have more than one relationship, right? Or some people just have one serious one. There's that. There's friendships. What if we didn't learn anything? What if it was just all easy? I mean, what do you think about that? It's a, a boring life. Right. I don't, no, I, don't, like, I don't want everything to be easy. Yeah. You know, I think about it too. Like a lot of people, I don't know why I'm relating it to food right now, but a lot of people you'll see in the movies are, hey, John, how's it going? You want the same coffee? Yeah. And I think like, I don't know. That's kind of boring. I don't want to be known for the, the <laughs> cream and sugar, mm-hmm. caramel, caramel latte mm-hmm. or, you know, excuse me. But the consistency, having a routine, some people need that. There's that routine of getting up at a certain time. And I, I really want that. <laughs> but I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to work on like a schedule for myself. And it's balance. Just, you know, first be happy. So I'm, I'm going inter- huh? to interject because you've been trying to work on that for what, like, I don't know, seven, eight years? <laughs> I'm 27, so 27 years. Well, actually, I don't know how many times my soul came back, but probably more than that. Yeah. <laughs> but one day, um, finding that balance. <laughs> I mean, even spirits. You know, my my guides will sometimes tell me, "You got to do this and this is this. You have to do this. You have to do that before that." It gets to the point where they're they're like telling me, "Hey, you got to do this before then," and then it gets you know a couple of days closer till then, and they're going. Uh, you got to do this like now. There's meaning to it, and you'll see it just doesn't happen for a reason. You're going, oh, that's what it's in there. Okay. The things happen. So it's kind of do it, don't do it. Just follow your energy, follow the gut. It's kind of like you don't have to hear it, right? People go, oh, I wonder, maybe I should go make the right turn and go there today. And then a lot of times right. they go, you know, it's funny. I was going to make that right turn, and I didn't. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should do. And listen, I did wear my seatbelt. So. Oh, well, good. <laughs> a lot of people mm-hmm. recently. I'm kind of talking on here. Can you close it? So a lot of people. <laughs> sorry. I'm, I live with my mom. And my, hey, my roommate, hey, my it's dad. life. It's, it's life. <laughs> so a lot of people have been telling me, wear your seatbelt, wear your seatbelt, wear your seatbelt. This happened in my arm. I want to say past four months consistently. So it's not a joke anymore. I mean, I'm not wearing a seatbelt, and I need to. Uh, but you are now. Yeah, I am now. <laughs> Can you stop? This is not funny. My mother seems to be thinking it's funny. This is like a. It's, I'm trying to do something serious, and I'm like, oh, you wanna, you wanna be on the podcast? But she thinks it's uh, a moment to make me uncomfortable. It's empathy. You're throwing me off. Do you want to come and join? Do you want to talk to the conversation share with everyone? 
Everyone, I have a very spiritual mother who's ready to give readings. (laughs) (laughs) You're asking for it. All donations will go to the millennial third. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) But see, this is a perfect example. You know, typically I probably used to get angry and be like, leave me alone, go away, and be mad. But, you know, you have to think about things in the moment. Instead of acting, um, take take some time to think about it. Yeah, that change only came Life. about like last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was gonna say two hours ago. <laughs> she, um, she's very gifted too. I remember she picked up on things out of nowhere. <laughs> and things are just funny. Well, there's a mother thing too. You have to, first, you have to respect your mom. She brought you into this world. Then there's you know, the, sure. that connection, but she would tell me all the time, that person's not good for you. Don't go hang out. You shouldn't go there. I don't know. <laughs> and then I would get phone calls. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Remember the time I told you not to go to a party? No, but you don't have to share everything. We are live on the air. Yes, I know. Do you remember the You're time? You're trying I... to ruin my reputation already? No. <laughs> you said I was a gifted ther- uh, therapist. Yep. To me. A yep. gifted uh, spiritualist. So I'm telling you, Reminding you when you were a teenager, when uh, I told you not to go to a party, that there was going to be blood. I don't, I don't remember. I don't. This blood sounds serious, though. So. Yeah, and there was. You left. You only went for an hour, and you came home. And after you left, there was. Oh, mom, that was. <laughs> that, that's not as bad as people think. Are you? Are you what, I don't no, even... somebody that was going to be bloodshed. Like there was going to be a fight. There was going to be somebody got hurt. Something happened. Yeah, so I think I think it was the time someone got hurt. But yeah. It was like an accident. I, well, I guess it could have been me standing in there. Right. There. But it's not as bad. <laughs> I don't mean like people <laughs> like, like, like gunshots or anything. It was like somebody got hurt. There was yeah. blood that was shed. <laughs> that could be ha- that could happen a long time. Beware of the Ides of March. Hey, that's important though. When you get those, when you get those feelings, like, like not good, you know something bad is happening. I mean, it's yeah, you you have to say something, even if it doesn't, you know. I mean, you still have to. That's your mom too. My intuition is on point, so you gotta listen always. Do you have to be so close? I gotta look over your shoulder. I gotta move into another room eventually next time. Why? Because you want to learn about it now. I'm trying to ask you if you want to be part of the show. And this well, thing, you want to hover I'm over trying. my shoulder. <laughs> I guess I should try this down. So, what else are we going to talk about while we're here? Um, well, I mean, why don't we ask your mom? Let's, let's, get, a little, yeah. let's get a little wisdom imparted onto the let's, show. Let's get a little, little spiritual wisdom from oh, you. Oh, wait, wait, why, why, why don't, hang on, hang Somebody on. Why don't, since well, since we're talking on this show, well, we're trying to stay on topic of, of being an empath. Uh, do you have any personal experiences that were kind of eye-opening as far as uh, Are you as trying to talk to my mom right now? Yeah. Because she can't hear you right now. No, he's got earplugs in. I can't hear yeah, you. Gotta, why don't you just oh. call in? I got to call well, in. Okay. Yeah, so that way I don't have to take my headphones off. People got to hear properly. I'll call you from the... Uh, so while we're waiting here... What do I got to call? <laughs> so this, how are you going to have great. your mom talk? That's the set. Yeah, call that number. <laughs> how are you going to... Gonna... I, I should get paid from Blog Talk Radio on how to do this, too. Well, this... this, 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 this I don't even know. You're fucking idiot. 
she's talking about something else. <laughs> How are you going to have your mom being able to talk on the show and not hear? Just go to meetings <laughs> and all that stuff. Usually I have to put a pin. Uh, it's going to be a comedy spiritual show. Oh, it you got totally it. Is. Oh man! So, <laughs> un- unplanned, unedited, real, real blog oh, talk radio. Talking about empathy it. right now. I just got intruded, and my mother's calling in. Here we go. Do uh, it. I'm here. Hi. I guess this just show is for Maria's as the Maria show. So we got Maria and Maria, oh, my mother Maria. This is great. Oh, Maria squared. Stop. Stop. <laughs> you so we're talking about empathy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Millennial third eye. So we got we got me as your host, the millennial Joe, and now we got my mother involved. So how we're going to do? Who's not a millennial? Deal. We'll work with this. I am a millennial, for, so... I know you are. Well, with the non-millennial wisdom, we're talking about empathy and being empathetic. And Maria mm-hmm. had a question for you. Okay. Well, well, my question was really just, do you have any experiences as far as being an empath of something that impacted your life? Because we're, we're trying to stay on topic here about empathy, and it, it's not really been working out so well, but... Um, but yeah, I, w- I was wondering if maybe you had a story. Oh God, I have a million stories of being. Well, I'm an empath by I think right. by nature, and yeah. that was the beginning of my uh, psychic stuff. But um, oh, a or quick, the, uh, a quick the story about stuff. kind of like before and after understanding empathy. Like, how did you handle it after not knowing how to handle it? What would happen is I became. Over, I would get over involved because I had empathy or I, I felt what the other people mm-hmm. were feeling. And so I thought that it was tragic, whatever they were going through. So I would go above and beyond what they, you know, whatever help they needed in order for their pain to go away. Because in turn, that would make my pain go away. So... um it it just it became a burden where like it would impact my energy, it would impact my family, it would impact my my work, it would impact it just impacted me um, in every which way to get over involved. But it it wasn't a good impact. It became negative because it was just it, it was too mm-hmm. much of my energy. So once I realized what that was all about. Um, I learned that the empathy was there for me to reflect back, to um, to help others understand that I understood and I felt it and I and I got and you know to to give offer validation so to speak, um, right. and then to help them to a degree, but not over involve myself because it was just again overwhelming. Because then if I got, you know, with, yeah, if I got overwhelmed and then any stressor at home was just the, you know, Mm -hmm. the straw, proverbial straw that broke the camel's back. Well, how did you, um, how did you, like, uh, take that weight off of your shoulders? I mean, like saying you, you wouldn't involve yourself, like, you know, you kind of tried to remove yourself from it without getting too involved. But like, I mean, how did you do that? 
Um, a lot of understa- learning, really. Learning. Yeah. And learning when things were going wrong in my life, that why? Why was, why was this compounding in my life? Why was my life going down, you know, in a stressful whirlwind? Um, why, did I, why was my life like a tornado? And it, it, um, it, took, it took like time, a couple of times, let's say a couple, a couple of hundred times mm. for that to happen. Mm. And, um, and then you start seeing a pattern. You start seeing a pattern because um, when you get yourself out of it, like out of helping someone or finished helping someone, or you just can't help them anymore where they're, they've created such a, a knot in their life that they're removed from your life for whatever reason. The first episode, because we were talking about toxic people and I was listening to a podcast that had several different topics and it was talking about toxicity. And I realized, you know, you can become toxic. It's not because of the other person. You just do from personality traits of growing up. And what happens too is, you know, you become toxic in a relationship or a friendship and what happens is what you're talking about. But my question is, you know, think about this too. I want to know what your opinion is, Mom. Um, What happens if you take in now that you understand that that toxic person was maybe just a life obstacle you had to learn from, how to be a better person or, not to be toxic anymore because you were toxic. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it, the, the, the universe sometimes takes care of you or your guides or whoever it is, you know, at the time. And the person, you know, like I, I think of one relationship, a friendship that I had with a coworker. And um, it became like toxic, like you said. And it took a situation where she was removed from the work situation based on her own toxicity, really. And I didn't know what she was doing. Truly. I thought, I thought I knew everything and I knew what she told me, but I didn't know like really what she was doing. Um, Uh And it took that situation to like wake me up and go, Hey, (laughs) you look what you did. You got involved in this situation. So, so badly that you, you, my life became toxic, and then the repercussions after that, because I was associated with her, and we were known as good friends. Right, right. And this can go into so, different events, but, got, sorry, yeah, finish your story, what you're talking about. Well, it, basically, it took situ- a couple of situations like that. That was a pretty heavy one, and that was a really big lesson. And it took like some space and time to reflect on it and to realize how toxic the relationship was and, and that my empathy was just the, the piece that just pulled me in, that I could do it, I could help you, I could this, I could that, I could, you know, I could fix it, I could, blah, 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 you know, all that. And mm-hmm. that's what, what kept me going in getting over-involved. And that was so a good intention. It was good mm-hmm. intention. Yeah. Sometimes oh, it, it was, takes that clarity moment whenever it comes you know I don't know if you could shed some light on that for me you know I guess it's difficult because you have to go I just need to do take a moment to listen to myself or let your thoughts because there's this moment of emotion and mind well the emotion and the mind is two different things Mm -hmm. and uh, but 
I could tell you about that later, but um, I was going to say something and I totally dropped that out of my head. Uh, you know, the intent, like you said, the intentions were good. And, um, and I, oh, and the thing was here, since we're talking about spirituality, was I tried to help her evolve spiritually as well because I felt that spiritually she, was, it was, she had poverty in spirituality. And so I, I helped her evolve a great deal. And it, it, it backfired on her because it wasn't sincere. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. It wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't wholehearted like I had it or I felt it or I don't know. She didn't do it. I, I don't know what she didn't do, but it, it backfired basically. We um we have someone calling in. I want to see who it is if they have a, a um, question. But there's sure, a lot ahead. involved with different things. But what I'll add to that in a little bit. Hello, are you there? Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I didn't actually press one, but I am very empathic. Maybe that's why you picked me up. You need someone to pick you up? <laughs> What's- <laughs> No. No, I said maybe that's the reason why you picked up the call. Oh, okay. Oh. What's Thank your name? Thank you for listening, though. Thank you. My name is Jackson, and I'm just trying to learn how to deal with the energies when you're very empathic and you find yourself, you know, surrounded by a lot of people who are toxic. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you well know, I think, you know, sometimes you have to identify what... um what you're feeling, like in other words, you're feeling the empathy, you're feeling their feeling because that's what you, it becomes overwhelming. Um, Honestly, well, and I, I get, sorry, I, I want to feel like you're it's a relative or a son that you're living with and I could be wrong, but that's what I was getting. Yes, it's both. <laughs> it's, I live with the, with the son, but not with the relative. And when I come in contact with them, they train my energy. Mm-hmm. Well, so I can say stuff, but I don't want my mom to. The son has some of his issues. The son has some of his issues, but, you know, I'm trying to help him walk through them. You know, I went through some of the same things. But. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't matter, you know. Um, what I was picking up was, you know, like there was like, when, even when you're in a crowd, you're picking up on everyone's energy, and it's overwhelming. What you know, sometimes, what I've done and I've learned to do was um, protect myself with a white light, and to, you know, surround myself with the white light and hold it almost like a force field, so to speak. And with that white light, that it emerges from my, my solar plexus, like from my, my, my heart, and to just kind of like let that beam out. So it beams out around me. And so that what, and you'd be surprised when you put that energy out, how the energy in the room changes. Does that make any sense to you? Do you understand yeah, what I'm saying? It does. It does. The things that I get, though, are, sorry, the the distance between time and technology break it up. I don't mean to interrupt you. 
But what I was getting is that your son is involved. I'm not saying involved or doing, but there's that their energy, right? And how we were talking about how you say things might not be connected or being cleared, and he might be reacting to, you're my mom. It's a, there's that energy, and you feel it. But the first thing you should first take in hand is that you feel it, and it's draining you. Um, the second thing I would, I would say is to acknowledge that and tell yourself, you know, I have the ability and I have this energy. Now, when you come in contact with them, try to acknowledge that for yourself and then empower it through verbally or try to radiate that. Um, the better you know it's, it's, you're aware of it in that moment, the better control you'll have and influence in a positive light and in positive um, verbally. It's not so much always like doing something spiritual or religious or practicing. There's many different methods to doing things. But what I got was your son, um, he does, like I get the love for the mother, but also the misunderstanding where, you, especially with me and my mom, there's a lot of times she'll say, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. And I'm like, I heard you. I heard you. And then I didn't do it. And what happens? I'll tell her, you know, I'm right. sorry, I didn't you. but there's that verbal energy. Now that you know that you have this ability it's easier in the beginning and harder as you grow. But try to take um, empowerment over that and say, you know, I'm going to shed the positive. Um, the other thing, too, is you might have to do something spiritual for the door, for, for the energy at the, at the home. Um, there's different things. And what comes in the door is kind of like if I walked in with a bag and I sprinkled the bag a little, you know, stuff around the, ba- uh, the house and I left. You might not see it, but you feel it because where we go and what we pick up. Yeah, he he he's going through some some major growing pains and challenges. It, it was really bad a couple of years ago, and I know that he's still trying to find his way. You know, and um, again, it's like I, I mean, I went through some of the same challenges after my grandmother died when I was younger, and his challenges began after my mother died. And my family just went crazy. Mm-hmm. So I think that his his situation is very similar to mine. And, that, and that's why I believe that he's going to get through this. You know, um, it's just challenging for me because I'm very empathic. And I realize that he is too. He just hasn't gotten to the place, the, the level of maturity where he could just walk away from certain things and people mm-hmm. and be comfortable in his own skin. Now, with the family um, member, on the other hand, I, I really don't want to come in contact with them at all because they were the cause of a lot of turmoil and heartache. And mm-hmm. they came back in my space in the last two weeks, and it really drained me. And, I mean, even if I'm physically not in the same house with them, just with them being, yeah. you know, on the area, they've been trespassing, basically, and they're doing it to try to intimidate me. And well, it's, it's draining. A couple things. Yeah. Um, my and I'm going to go back to that protective energy. Mm-hmm. By protecting um, yourself, your home... Um, and and yourself from that kind of energy and uh, again radiating white light and radiating all that um, that that protective and that protective piece. It's again like a force field around you and around your home. Yes. 
Yes, I definitely need it because I got some very, they're, they're very evil. I've dealt with a lot of evil since my mother passed, and it came from my own loved ones, people who I cared so, about. The thing, too, about being empathetic, is, and I had to learn this the hard way, and I just kind of had to do it. Um, I had lost my girlfriend about five months ago, and she had gone, you know, untraditional way. She, she had taken her life. And I like to be honest with that because I want to help people, and this is why I'm here. Um, but with that being said, <clears throat> it was not – to be here now is not who I was even before five months ago. Um, but at the same time, knowing that you're empathetic in a way also tells you this, that your consciousness of thinking, it's telling you not only what you're, you know, you're thinking about it, but there's answers to things you're already talking to yourself about. It's the higher consciousness. So – in the sense of you know that there's the energy at the same time you're thinking, well, do I remove them from my home? And you're already doubting yourself saying, no, I shouldn't do that because I love them, but I see the potential in them. There's pros and cons. And if you have the ability to listen to your consciousness and that's true, ask it why. Um, but there's well, also I the other side. About I do, because it's, it's funny that you would say that because the same thing that happened with your girlfriend, I believe, I believe the brother is like, I, I, I won't put that past him because he's already burnt all the bridges. He's burnt so many mm-hmm. bridges. It's so sad. But um, I pray, you know, for his higher consciousness to, you know, keep him safe, but I'm not going to be responsible for him. I'm not his mother. You know. Right. And that's not. the most you can do because you, there, you can't, you almost can't do it, <laughs> even if you tried, um, they, because their their negativity or their their place, their own consciousness is at a different level, and they don't, you know, it, it's like uh, they're not going to hear you. It's hard. It's very hard. Like you said, you know, you you always go through that 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 back and forth of, I shouldn't cut them out, but I have to cut them out. Well, you know what? And here, Sometimes I, I, I definitely, I definitely have to. Well, you know what? It, it doesn't have to be forever. It's like you need to, mm-hmm. for now, for now, right? For now, because until they grow, until they learn, until they get to that next level themselves, um, you can't, you can't invite that in all the time. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it just, and, it, it weighs on you, and for your and own kids. Yeah. When when it comes to be an empath and with your own children, it's ten times harder. I can oh, tell you that for a fact. It's ten times harder um, because you feel it yeah. even more so. Mm-hmm. But keep in mem- and, keep in mind too, with this see you don't want to hear being it. empathetic. Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I don't know. See you don't want to hear it. <laughs> No, it's fine. I want to hear it, but I'm trying to, like, talk, but it's not normal timing on the Internet. But being empathetic, oh. you you have to remind yourself, too, is that you're aware of it, but how balanced are you trying to be, for, you know, taking care of your own balance? So you're going to start to be overwhelmed with worrying about the person, caring about the person, what can I do for this person? You'll talk to them. They won't listen. Um, but at the same time, the more you balance yourself, and everyone has a different way of doing it. And what works for you might not work for me. It might be something simple. So keep your mental energy and empathetic balance as best as possible. 
and then try doing things like giving readings. I can't do them unless my life is balanced. I do it when I can. <laughs> it just it, sometimes it just comes. You still there? Yes, I'm still here. I just mute you because I entered a crowded place. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. But I, but I am still listening. It could be very simple as to helping them. A lot, of, you know. I'm an overthinker, but now now it's a little bit more clear. Hopefully, it stays that way. But you don't. A lot of people practice different things. It could be different methods. Um, but for this reason, for, for some reason, I'm getting that all you really have to do is pray and, and light a candle, um, a white candle, non-scented, you know, dedicate it to them and giving them um, some, some light or dedicating it to their guardian angel. Because if you think about it, if, let's say just hypothetically, I'm the guardian angel and I'm looking over him, whoever it is. Uh, it's kind of, you, you would think that the energy or spiritual guides, they have it already. Um, with with the person, if they're going through hard times, it's going to start to kind of break that down. They need to be lifted. Um, so just by giving that energy physically and mentally to that candle for them and praying to it, that's sending that out to, to the person that you're you're having a hard time with, to letting them know, like, I'm sending you my energy, but I care about you lifting them back up might be, you know, just a little, a little bump to bring them up. That's another, that's another version of kind of what I, what I was mentioning, that white light, the candle is a represent the white light. It represents, you know, you know, the eternal light, what, you know, there's a lot of different words for that. Um, but that energy, that, that pure energy is really what needs to go out. And that goes out in prayer. So you can say, you know, you pray and you pray for such and such, but doing that little ritual of, you know, lighting the candle, praying for that person, putting out the white, uh, that, that pure light or that pure love and saying, I want them to progress. I want them to be better. I want them to, you know, I wish them I, all this. And, and, and again, to, the, to their guides and their angels, because everyone has them. Mm-hmm. They, um, they, they can hear time. them. Before our time's up, I just want to let anyone know who's listening. We still have a little bit, plenty of time actually to um, take calls. But before we get done with this conversation, I wanted to let you know as well that, um, and tell me if I'm wrong, but what I get for you, for some reason I see you sitting on a couch. I don't know why, um, but I'm getting chills saying this too. It's uh, Empathetic comes with more gifts than people know. And when you don't clarify it, and you, no, when you do clear it up, you start to realize the, the um, ability you have. But I'm being shown that you even feel spirits and guides around you listening to while you're thinking and or even praying mentally to yourself. But you don't believe yourself yet. But there's um, family or, or guides or someone's watching over you in a positive aspect, letting me to tell you now that you're not being um, unheard. But you're, you're being watched and cared for and you have a great heart. And I don't – this is – I get that. That's what I keep – seeing and hear, uh, feeling, but with being empathetic, you'll be able to believe yourself and knowing like you get the feeling that someone's watching over you and they are. So t- tell me if I'm I, wrong. I get or a right. male energy that's with her. I get a male energy that's with her. Um, I don't know if it's a father or a grandfather. Um, do you, ha- uh, that, that, like you said, that's watching over. Cause the minute you said that I, I saw the uh, father or grandfather that's, uh, that's with her. 
that, I'm that not sure really what does. She, uh, she lost connection. It said she, the call was dropped. Oh. But um, well, I, I was picking up a male energy with her. Oh, she's back. Here we go. You there? Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, it's loading. Okay. Hello? Oh, okay, so we're having a difficult Jackie? time. Let me see if I can fix it here. But um, let's see if she calls back again. But, yeah, I was picking up on people watching over. And, then, you know, I'm thinking before this, you would need to do all these things to pick up for other people spiritually. And it's it's just, one, being able to have that balance and not have you don't have to do all these things in order to read people. It really involves your own energy and the outside energy. Um, so if you if she's still listening, you can call back in whenever you feel like it. I'm not sure what happens to the connection there. But feel free, we still have time. If anyone else is listening and you have a question, we got my mother Maria, who was gifted as well. <laughs> she has she had gifted me through birth <laughs> with life. <laughs> And the ability <laughs> the with balance and time and patience. But there's, a, there's a lot of energy on this show tonight. Yeah, I, I'm getting mm-hmm. chills. Like I feel like people are listening. They don't have to call in, but I just feel like, like the, I don't know. I call them my Verizon network of, of spiritual guides, but I don't usually get chills. <laughs> I'm getting chills. I just got them too. I don't know. I don't I, know because you I said it and vibe. I feel it. I don't know. Well, the yeah, thing is too I'm is like, sure. a lot of people are in. A lot of people are insecure about, you know, speaking, whether it be here, like this is a public space or not. And there's no fear, really, besides that. And the other thing, too, is, you know, they want they want to be involved. They might not want to be involved. But there's things that need to be said. So whether they want to hear from a relative, whether they want to hear from, you know, other things or the truth about what's going on in their life, that's, you know, maybe it needs to be heard. But there's the other thing that I get is this the repetition of the same people and different relationships, the same personality, consistent, consistent, consistent. Why am I meeting the same person and the same things happen? This is what happens. There's two things. The same person is you're not seeing the, the person for who they really are as a personality trait. You're seeing them for their looks. The other thing, too, is you're looking for the same things, but you're not caring about yourself enough to learn more about yourself. I was in the same cycle I want to say same cycle. Actually, everyone was different, but had a different purpose for me. I can't really put that to perspective, but once you start to take time learning about yourself and, and learning what you really like, who you are, you can't really tell someone, hi, you know, I'm Joe. This is what I do as a living. And this is what I like. I like movies and going out and hanging out and drinking once a month. No, it's, who are you? So, and, you know, Mom or Maria, you, both of you could share, until you get that down and see what the pattern is and who you really are looking for on a soul level versus yeah, the I mean, same problem. I wouldn't even say, I mean, of course, there are certain things you like and you look for, but, I mean, the older you get, it's more about what you need in in that partner, in that person. I mean, it, it can't just all be, you know, one-sided and the, the, I don't know. I mean, it's just that you, personally, I've found, you know, you want more substance, a deeper connection. 
It's not you change so much over, like we talked about on the first show, over a period of 10 years. Like, I mean, you're a completely different person. I'm a completely different person. You know, you, you need other things from that other person. So, you know, but you have to, you have to know what you want first. And, um, you know, that kind of yeah, goes You become more with... complicated as you get older. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. well, I thought I was complicated. Fun, funny how that works. Yeah, I was always complicated. I'm still complicated. I shouldn't say that. But, you know, I thought I, I, I got into this position, you know, a year or so ago where, I was, you know, I was looking for a deeper connection. And I did find that. But with life happening and whatnot, now it gets to the point where, yeah, I know who, who I am so far in life. This is who I am. To the point where you're not really looking for a relationship until you actually find that soul level connection of you can accept me for me and I can accept you for you. Because people can, they also think too, like this, I was talking about looking for answers when, you know, the energy was set off where um, I felt the relationship was going downhill. I'm looking for something to show me proof. There was no proof. It was just the truth was the gut and the energy. And people look for the consistent signs of, are they cheating on me? I'm going to look through their phone. You're going to find something. I'll tell you why. Because you're not learning the same lesson. You're going to meet someone else, go through the same thing, go through their phone, find another clue. And it's not going to be till you find your own mental clue on both levels. It's about you and other people. Finding that balance of first, who are you? What do you really want out of life? Do you want to change? Well, hang on. I, I, are you, I have to interject, and I apologize. But you're talking, and this is the second time you've brought up going through somebody's phone. First of all, if you feel like you're with, you're with somebody that you care about, you love, you want that, and you feel the need to have to do that, it's not because you're you're there for the right reasons because that's that's not how it should be. So you know that means that that you kind of overlook some of the red flags, some of the feelings that you had, and you're just trying to make something work. That's not supposed to work, and we're all guilty of it. I mean, it's we're human, but you know that right there sh- should never even be an issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I mean to interrupt you, but that's just I guess it's just my opinion on it, but. You know, if you feel like somebody's being dishonest with you that, that you think is the one, you know, especially, you know, when you're young with some, I mean, that's just, it's a bad combination. You know, I feel when somebody's dishonest with you and they're, if they are cheating or they are doing, um, by you hunting mm-hmm. doesn't, doesn't solve anything. Because you're no. gonna find also, you might you, you probably will find something or you might find something or be suspicious of something, and guess what? That person is going to like bury it deeper if they are. They're gonna hide it well, better they almost, if they are. And they almost make you so, feel guilty because you look for course, it and they're like, "Well, you shouldn't have done because you it." Because you gotta and stop. That's why I did it. Yep. Right. Yep. You got you, you you. So um, I believe that if a person does that that if you let it go, that it will show up in a blatant mm-hmm. way. <laughs> you're right, going exactly. to blatantly see it. And there, there'll be no, you know, no, no disputing that. Because people are who they are. Is time, life and time. Um, a really good friend of mine said once and it stuck with me, uh, let life live its path. So, there's certain things too, and it's kind of complicated now at this conversation at this point, but there's doing that aspect and learning about yourself and the consistency, but then there's, okay, being patient. Now you've done all this work. 
are you doing the work for yourself or are you doing the work just to find something? So there's mm-hmm. that. And then there's time. So if the, the universe, this is the thing too, the universe, I never expected this, but the universe is playing, you know, this energy game with you. They're wa- it's watching you, caring about you. There's another level to what you're looking for. So if you didn't learn that lesson yet, it's going to throw you, you know, relationship-wise, the same person because they're going to see how you react, right? That's my guess. But if you're, you would know the answer coming from your own heart. Did I put enough work into myself? Well, if you're asking that and you're not, you know, and you're in a rush to find another relationship, um, no, you didn't put enough work. That's my opinion. I think I think people are too busy trying to justify things. You know, they're not, I don't know, and when I say that, I mean, like, you know, oh, well, kind of going back on where we were a minute ago, like, I need to find something because then I know and then I can do what I have to do, and then a lot of times people don't. And with yourself, if you feel like you're, you know, you're ready or you're trying to justify, well, I'm ready because then you're kind of setting yourself up for failure because I don't feel like you should have to force anything. You should either, I mean, you should just know. I think, I personally feel like you're going to know. When you're ready for, you know, your your spiritual. And that's the thing we don't trust. We don't trust ourselves for knowing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's. It's just, that's I mean, I'm guilty of it. Done. I'm guilty of it. I, and Joe, you know this. Like you tell me, oh, you've told me a lot over the years. You know, you, you're not listening to are, yourself. You're not trusting yourself. Are you guilty of it? I am. I've been the most difficult person <laughs> up until now. Going. I'm having my no. real aha moment. <laughs> no. I get no. from my friend, you know, from from my friend now, he's like, oh, my God, he finally gets it. Thank God, you know. <laughs> but am I going to fall back? This is life. I don't expect my, you know, everything to be perfect anymore. This is actually the time of my life where I'm like, I understand so far. Um, so being difficult. You're yeah. using the tools. You're not I'm God. using You're the tools so far, I think. No, right. right. <laughs> yeah. You know everything and then life's over. But if I did, I'd be like, I want to apologize because the last episode I was talking about, you know, I, th- I think the conversation came up about people just running with what they're learning. You know, they learn how to do readings and it's working out and they're running in different, different um, aspects of you know, um, religions and whatnot. We were just, it came up about that, and I was like, yeah, people are running with it. And I wanted to apologize because I thought about it later on going, again, life, time and space and life and where they are doesn't correspond to you. And I looked back at myself going, I remember when I started understanding my own spirituality. So, I, you know, you can't really look at it that way. So wherever you are now, you can't judge people because life is the only part where it's going to say, this is where they are. We don't know their plans. We're just here to help. Judgment is a big piece. Huge. Mm-hmm. And you know what Huge. the funny it's, thing is? You know, a lot of people will say, you can't read yourself. Why? No. Because we rely yeah. on other people. Yeah, we do. We rely on other people to help us as well yep. because it's part of life. You know, working together with to, us. I used to, like when I first started doing readings and whatnot and medium stuff and whatever, I, I used to rely on the person's validation. And that was so, and then I would, it would like shut off. <laughs> and I didn't understand why. Mm. I didn't understand, like, why? Why did it shut off? Like, why, why am I not getting it? Like, why? Well, you know, and then the human aspect comes in and then the mediumship just goes, whoop, 
Right. Like it just, it just, like the big wall comes up. And so I had to learn not to, not to judge and not to question. And just, you well, know, you're, just you're do your own worst enemy. And trust myself. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, again, that was a, you know, a long, 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 long lesson. I'm talking like, you know, over 20 years. Wow. But, you know, it, eventually it, it, it does it does kick in and uh, it, you start to understand, don't judge, don't judge yourself. Don't judge the other person. Don't judge, just speak. Just, if you're a medium, you speak it. If you're a psychic, you speak, you just say it. And uh, the person will get the truth. Right. So judgment blocks a lot of things. That was just the way it blocked me. That in a million other ways, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> You know, for me, um, especially being on the, being on the, the show right now, like twice I looked at my phone because I, I had to do something. But once it was 11-11, um, and then just now it was 11-44. So it's like, I know it's, kind of, it's hard to talk about because there's so many different things that correspond to the, what they call the uh, ascending your soul or the soul awakening. But recently mm-hmm. that has been like helping me since I've been shown the index of finding out what the, the numbers mean, because it doesn't have to be consistent one 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 I started to like just feel it when I looked at the time. I was like, let me look it up. That's been giving me the, like more confidence instead of throwing me off. It's kind of like helping me believe in what my, what my thoughts are saying, especially like practicing working on this uh, blog and what I should do, what I want to do and dreaming of. It's like telling me like, you know, focus on that, do this, don't, you know. So it's another way of confidence. I mean, I think we, we always have messages messages coming towards us. It's just a matter of if you pay attention to them or not. How many people are listening? How many people are listening? You don't you don't from the computer. No, it doesn't I don't know if there's a way to do that it's fine. But you know, even um people who are over exaggerating about there's echoes because I'm in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> over exaggerating with their health, right? There's the health issue of, uh, I I feel this, I gotta go to the doctor. I feel that, I gotta go to the doctor. Do this, I gotta go to the doctor. That's a lack of confidence in your own self. You you're you need to rely on your own feelings. What is that noise? The computer? That was the computer. <laughs> it's this. Um, lack of belief in yourself that you have to rely on someone that's professional to tell you something simple. Um, and that's being a part of empathy too. Over-worrying. You get twisted mm. in this tornado, I want to call it. You know, a tornado of doubt, sadness. You almost don't believe in yourself. And this pain and this, this, that, and the other thing. Listen, if if it's bad, you know it's bad. Go to the doctor. I'm not, I'm not a physician. I don't really know, and I'm not sure, you know, what people have gone through. But if it's little things, first off, and it's consistent, and they can't, you know, whatever it is. I'm not pinpointing anything. I'm just saying, understand that it's part of empathy. If you're having a hard time, and it's throwing your your body off, try to find a balance. It might be besides um, anything physical, try to meditate, try to do something different. 
maybe you're being told, go do this and go buy that. Do it. Try something different. What I learned is that I, I, I don't feel attracted to traditional things. This is fun. I've been recently attracted to sage. I haven't really been attracted to sage. Sage is not just for removing energy. It's to bring in meditation, to bring in that power. So whatever is different, but you're like, I don't know why. I feel like going to get that. Go get it. It could be something silly. I mean, I'm not saying like put an apple on your head and stand, but follow your gut. The conscious is a big thing. Well, that's what I was saying. Like you, there's messages for you. I think everywhere. I mean, there's there's meaning behind, you know, the the time on the clock. Like I, I was telling you the the numbers that that I see as well. You know, change you get back at the grocery store. Like, I mean, even even earlier today, I gotta tell you, I'm gonna share this just because it's kind of crazy. I was taking notes of what I wanted to kind of stay on track with tonight with you. And for some reason, you know, when you're just kind of zoning out for a minute and you're kind of doodling, and I just kept drawing spirals, and I'm like, what? I mean, I don't even know why I'm doing this. And and I, I looked it up just because I was curious, and it says that there is a symbolism behind it, and it's a sacred symbol that represents the journey and change of life as it unfolds. And I'm like, wow, okay. I'll, t- yeah, I'll take it, you know. But, I mean, a lot of people don't get, get into that. They don't. They don't pay attention to the signs and symbols, and I, I think I don't know. I'm pretty inquisitive. I do like to learn. You're you're the same way too. I'm, I don't know how you could see if you missed me. Just trying to check out to see if people. <laughs> I um. All right. So for example, I'm not a book reader. I don't. I don't. I try to look for books once in a while, and even if I'm like looking for a specific thing, sometimes most of the time I don't find a book. And a part of part of the soul awakening thing, and I'm not sure, you know, it could be just anyone. It doesn't have to be a soul awakening sign. But I had decided I was going to do something on my day off, and it was, the plans got canceled. I said, you know what, I'm still going to go out, and I'm going to go drive, you know, out of my way because I want to go here, and then I'll go home. I wound up stopping at a gas station, and in front of the spot I parked is a bag with three books. I was like, oh, let me check it out. One book was on symbolism. One book was, you know, things about alchemy and encyclopedia about different things. But the, the three books had jumped out at me like they're supposed to be for me. And I had a, a sign that said free on it. I didn't doubt it. I, I put it in my car and I took it home. But also I'm not asking the world or my spirit guides or, you know, another reader to explain what, what this was about. Because, I, I, you know, Obviously, it was for me. I've been reading them and looking at them because I'm interested in doing different things, but you don't have to overthink. So I did, I did that before, and I probably will still do it in the future, but save yourself time. Because the answer is essentially what you've been thinking all along. You just want someone else to share that with you who's gifted. And that's fine. Yeah, pay attention to the signs. Well, sometimes it it takes a little while, even by yourself. You're like, you know, if I see it personally, I don't drive myself crazy as much, but when you get a couple Mm, signs in a row, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I know, right? 
when you see it mm-hmm. a couple times in a row, you're like, all right, I get it. I'm doing like the seatbelt thing. Today, I consistently have worn my seatbelt. Good. Because I was sending you energy. <laughs> Today or yesterday, but I've been putting it on. I Every day. Just kind of felt it. Every, Every day. day. Every day. Um, and, you know, <laughs> the biggest thing, too, is recently is that the the more I feel open and this positive you know, this positive wave I'm, I'm riding right now. And again, like, I know this is life, like life happens and I might get tossed up and down, which is fine. If I didn't, I'd be like, Oh, life, well, you know, life would be great. But I mean, at the same time, it would, what's for, you know, it's normal, but the more open I get and the more things I've been saying to people, not everyone has gone through that or they're going to understand because it's only for you. Spiritually, you know, we're not all, I'm not perfect. That's the point of the whole radio box. I get in tune, out of tune, and because I have to go to work and, you know, I have to do things. But there's things that you'll get as a message and you just have to, like, you have to believe in that. You just have to own it and understand, like, this is for you. Not every spiritualist is going to be like, oh, you know, I, I see and hear this, and you're going to be like, oh, my God, some of it is just for you. <laughs> okay, dudes, you know what? Um, I'm going to exit out. I'm, like, really tired because I was out uh, all yesterday and today. So um, I'm going to head off to get some rest. But you guys enjoy your, uh, your podcast, and uh, I'll join you another time. Sounds good. All right. All right, Maria, talk to you soon. Take care. Talk to you soon. Bye, Joe. All right, thanks. Talk to you you later. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Well, we got 30 minutes left. I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure out how this the whole live thing works. I mean, I'm trying to figure out little by little. Did you get two hours? It says that. You know what I think happened? I think that what? I ended the show earlier last time, so it just is carrying over. Oh, gotcha. So that's it's probably what's going on. I mean, we could talk about a little bit more and what I plan on doing for either the next probably well, the next episode, but at the same time, I want to figure out if I can because I'm trying to look. It says live. People are live, and it's not really showing before it was. Hmm. But well, I mean, I'm excited. Listening. I'm excited that we uh, we got our first caller. Yeah, that was pretty cool, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, anybody that that is experiencing, you know, anxiety or something that was, you know, incredible and felt amazing, you know, we, I mean, we want to talk about it with you. You know, we're we're on here just trying to to you know, open up about experiences that we have had or are having or hope to have. And, uh, you know, I think a big thing, a big part of why or reason why we're doing this is because a lot of people, like we said in the first episode, if if you heard it, don't have a good network. They don't have a good, you know, and and I can say that I, I I mean, Joe is a good network for me. His his mother is a good network for me. but I mean, I personally don't have as large of a spiritual network as as Joe does, and uh, you know, I know that there are a lot of you out there that that 
maybe don't have somebody that understands. And that is a huge, huge part of why you almost feel like it's, I guess, when you're going on your spiritual spiritual journey, like maybe it doesn't feel like a gift because you, you don't feel understood by anyone. They don't really get you, if that makes sense. So we want to get you. We get you. So you can call us, talk to us, tell us. We're gonna, I didn't, we're gonna I didn't talk realize I had this. Um, the, the chat was open earlier, and someone had messaged oh. on here. A couple of, well, oh. <laughs> what? Oh. But they had wrote, there is no such thing as a third eye. And some other thing, um, something in a, a different language. But, you know, if you don't believe in something, there's a couple of things that I didn't believe in, actually a lot before different times. But you don't want to believe in the third eye. I'm not going to spend time on convincing you. It's just uh, you came with a, a vibe, and that's fine. I mean, don't believe in it. But at the same time, I don't know. I kind of wonder, like, why would you put yourself out there and try to, like, get to the point where there's no such thing as this I just wasted energy in the sense. It's kind of, I, I don't know. There's no point of reacting, but if you don't believe in it, don't believe in it. Um, but where was going to go with that? Well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having an objective conversation, you know. That's one of the things you said you you were open to, to talking about is, you know, people that believe the world is, is flat as opposed to round and things like that. But with that being said, I mean, we're not on here to to have somebody come in negatively and not have an open mind because the whole point of this is really, you know, you have an open mind and we well, are understanding. I guess it would be, and, I guess it'd be fun to have a, a, a counter counter look yeah. because that's the whole point that's you, know, can't, like, you can't just sit here and be like oh you know this is i guess sitting here trying to talk about it and then also, also having someone being opposing to it because they some people aren't meant to right we we are mm-hmm. and i'm not i'm not shutting this on people to take it on and take it for what i'm saying sometimes you just aren't meant you you just won't get it it's fine or you it's not yeah. for you um, and if it's not for you, don't dwell on it. But we're yeah, to each his own. mostly no problem. reincarnated back to the world to go on our path of different obstacles and learning different things. Some of it's really difficult. It's not, and what I've learned is it's not, it's not just difficulty, it's really difficult. And there's going to be different things. And what your life goes through is not what my life goes through. What you need is not what I need. And the other thing, too, is, I, you know, I personally believe we come in contact with people just we're, we're supposed to. We've been there we've been there before with different people as friends, um, and we'll, we'll meet again. But we're here to learn from it. And if you don't believe in that, maybe I'll, maybe it'll be around the next time. But was that, what is that movie? Um, Vanilla Sky, like she said, I'll see you in the yeah. next life when we're capped. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of interesting because, I mean, it makes you wonder why that person was on – a spiritual podcast like blog radio anyway. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe that person is reaching out for a reason, Joe. You know, maybe maybe they need some kind of validation. Maybe they're looking for something that would make them believe otherwise. So again, I mean there's there's nothing wrong with having an objective conversation as long as you come to the table with an open mind like we have. 
you know, and then and then there's nothing wrong with that. And you know, you could you can have the conversation and get off and still believe what you believe, and and that's okay as long as there's no, you know, nasty energy, name calling, mean words like that's that's just not gonna happen. <laughs> I mean, I don't know when I I remember being younger. I'm pretty sure I talked about it. But I, was, I remember specifically, and a lot of people have been saying, like, you know, I had, I had the same moment in the shower. I was talking to myself. And you don't have to talk out loud, but I remember being pretty young going, like, you know, God, I don't know what I'm supposed to be a part of, but all I do is, well, I want a religion, sorry. But all I want to do is help people. And I just knew that it's not just being Catholic. There was more to it. And I had to be 12 or 13, probably 12. And when I was 17 is when I actually started my path. And I just knew it. I didn't, I already knew about where it was going, like the little bits and pieces I needed to know. I didn't doubt it. I didn't question it because I knew that this was for me. And that's something a lot of people have told me is that, you know, once I walked into this room, I, they cried because they just felt and knew that that was where they needed to be. And that's where they are in it. And that's not for everyone. It might, it might not be now. You might not have gone through it, but you're like this feeling of a of positive answer. You know, for example, over the past year, um, year or two, I met someone that plays conga drums, and I had the opportunity of just, like, playing for fun and learning different things, and I just loved it. And I insisted I needed I need a drum. I need to get conga drums. I want to get it. didn't – you know, I took a lesson – and I loved it. Time went by fast. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to go further until I actually buy myself drums because I want to go home and practice myself, play. But I just know it. You know, I don't have to, I'm not looking to be famous and be like the next, like, Congo drummer. I, I do it because it's something I'm really interested in. And for me, to be super interested in something, especially a relationship these days, is just, it's a good vibe. And I'm not looking for anything any relationship right now, just more or less things to grow upon. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess I'll talk about the next episode. I had time today. I didn't, I didn't really plan on it, but I had time today to uh, play with the webpage and, try different things and see what to do but I had planned already the next episode I'm, I might have to change the date we'll see but the next episode is going to be about the new year new me thing I mean a lot of people talk about more you know physical outside traits I want to I would like to you know do this or go to the gym I want to go on a diet one How many people really follow up with it? Two, are you really looking at yourself or what you're concerned about from the outside? Are you you focusing more on the inside? Are you focusing on the traits that you're mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally? Are you balancing yourself? Are you actually going to, like, love yourself? Because love in a word doesn't have to be taken as, like, a weird thing. You have to have that balance of maturity, male and female, right? So by loving yourself, so you'll avoid the consistent toxic relationships, are you giving yourself what you need? Basically saying, 
Are you giving that time to yourself to be mentally, energetic, energetically balanced? Um, or are you going to consistently put yourself in the same ringer of going to work, dealing with the things? And you're going to, you know, a lot of people have coped with it. You're like, oh, that's life. But what happens later mm-hmm. on is you regret you didn't go back to school. You regret not taking that opportunity. You regret, you know, the relationship of friends that you lost because of X, Y, and Z. Maybe I should forgive them and see what happens. Sometimes you don't have to. I think we get carried away with what words we say and what it's really saying. What I'm basically saying is, are you giving yourself the time to listen to your consciousness of what you truly need? Because we're sitting here talking about empathy, um, spirituality, being gifted. A lot of people don't understand, like, the true, true answers are really just in your, in your thoughts and you're avoiding it. Um, sometimes what we say to others, we're not going to listen and get right away. Sometimes it settles in. Sometimes we just have to take it for a life lesson because people want to portray something on you because a lot of things happen of, from birth. How you're raised, believe it or not, whether it be your childhood, um, not having a father or a mother, not having comfort in different scenarios growing up, it actually portrays different things as you're an adult because you, you tend to say and do things how you were grown. So, for example, a lot of people who have a childhood of no one to lean upon as a, as a figure, they'll immediately push their life lessons on you. This is what you should do. This is what you're doing wrong. This is a, to the point where, like, you know, what the hell happened? But there's this little voice in your head, whether it be after, before, or it's connected to your heart. I mean, it's simple. It's right there, but you avoid it. It could be in the moment. It could be not just taking your time. But what I was doing and what I do a lot, too, is I'm going in the cycle of I want to get out. You know, I, I don't want to be here. I want to go over there. You know, being at work after this traumatic event was difficult because I didn't, I didn't want to be there. I needed time, and I felt like I wasn't giving myself time. And I wanted to be happy, but the things that I went to weren't making me happy. But, you know, but certain things didn't play a part anymore. It was a transition. But the one thing I can say, and I, I don't know the, the thing behind it, is that I am happy that I kind of mentally beat myself up because I wasn't blaming the world. I wasn't blaming anyone for throwing. Why did it, you know, this is someone else's doing spirit. It's not about that. I was actually proud of saying, how can I do this? How can I do it? And it was repetitive, but it got annoying. Um, Right. It got emotionally like energy. I was depriving myself not in the sense of, you know, physical. I was mentally just dragging myself. But I kept repeating, what is it I need? What is it? What is it? I want to be happy. And sometimes you just have to do that. And it was for that moment of cause that it was normal. But when the time was right, I started to make decisions. And once I started to make decisions, even mental, you know, I don't need to be there now. 
I don't need to have that answer, but I am telling myself now that it's okay, but I plan on having this answer by then. I wasn't a person of, like, doing any of that. I wanted the answers now. We all want the answers now. We want, you know, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, having everything and doing it now with the social media and what day and age we're mm-hmm. in. But it can't be now. It doesn't have to always be now. In- instant, but, you mean instant gratification. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I'm losing it. Mm-hmm. Instant gratification. We all want it now. <clears throat> so I think, I don't want to say too much, but that's what the next episode is going to be about. I was mentally beating myself up, but at the same time, I'm, I'm happy for it because time and place happened. And I went, okay, I'm going to do this, this, and this. And little by little, I started to become happier again, being okay. Um, making decisions based on what I wanted, um, not based on what other people would think, not based on is it going to be a, fu- a future thing for me in the, in the long run. You know, even the blog right now, do I plan on things happening? Not really. Right now it's just making me happy, and I'm enjoying it. Um, let's see where it goes. So that's that's where I'm at. So to go back on the episode for the next time, whenever it happens, I'm planning on – Monday if I'm going to have time, but or not, it's going to be after the new year. And are you taking care of the newer you for the inside, not what's on the outside? Do you have that solid foundation? Are you making strong future plans instead of short, simple, quick fixes for your heart? You know, things like that. Yeah, I mean, it's important. It's self-preservation. Mm-hmm. What do you uh you have any plans for next year? I have big plans. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, you uh, are you doing the new year new me thing? I mean, I, I can't. I, if I say no, does that sound really bad? No, I mean, obviously, I have I have plans for for moving forward in the new year and uh, new ideas, and I have things that I want to work on that I have constantly been working on with myself, but I'm, I'm not um, jumping on the, the sad bandwagon of something that I'm going to keep up for a week and then give up on. No. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I get it. Cause I, I've been picking up different things now that I'm like, Oh, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this and I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. This before I had nothing. I was just, sad and not doing anything but now I have these things to keep me occupied I don't even want to like I'm just content right now <clears throat> I'm actually you know yeah. I'm glad I am where I am I'm being realistic I don't want to give myself too much the goals I set are kind of pretty much pretty much the new year maintaining. honestly like maintain, maintaining um, mm-hmm. helping certain people stepping into a um, a different light on different things those are the things that I'm focusing on. It's not so much, um, you know, I would like to go to the gym. I would like to lose weight. But when, see, I don't, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about how I look. I'm okay with how I look. There's times where, trust me, I've been, I got a little bit too big. I'm like, you know what? I'm getting a little concerned. But I'm okay with everything now. And I made myself some, some mental goals and that's enough for me right now hopefully you know maybe in the future we'll go back to this episode see how far i went 
or next episode, but um, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. I mean, we got this. We're right down to the end here, and I'm I'm ready to uh, start 2019 off right. Well, pretty much coming to the end of this episode. If you um, if you got this far and you actually decided to listen to us, and you actually decided to come back and listen <laughs> to the second episode, I want to thank you as my friends. People have been um, thanking me, or uh, you know, being happy for me. I didn't expect that either. It's just for fun. Um, but if you are someone new, um, the next episode, pretty much everyone, um, you can call in if you have a question for readings. Anyone that I have on here will most likely be intuitive, a gift in a different way. Um, this is all about a different way of looking at it. This is not just this typical soft and easy welcoming like I, I want to be real and blunt and this is this is how I'm sharing my life experiences and others and what they're going through and what they're doing now um, besides that I'm working on this Facebook page and this uh, blog talk radio profile and seeing how I can edit it and make it look fancy and cool it was new to me and what else Maria what else were anything I'm forgetting you're like my Memory too. <laughs> I think uh, I think we have bitten off more than we can chew for the next episode. I think I think uh, we're learning. So anybody that is listening, please bear with us because believe it or not, it's really easy to get off track when you're talking and you're you're sitting by yourself in a room, <laughs> and then you just kind of you know we're used to talking on the phone with each other. So for us, we're kind of just talking to everybody like we normally do. And hopefully that's good. Hopefully you can relate to us. But, um, you know, I'm going to try and help keep him on track. He's going to try and help keep me on track. And then if you guys want to keep us on track or you want to talk about anything or we're not talking about something we said we were going to talk about, call in, send a message, and uh, let's let's do it. So um excited because uh, this is all new and I think it's, it's going to be a really good outlet for us as well as anybody that wants to listen. So, yeah. What I really want to remember is the next episode being the new year, new me thing. Um, I'm not sure in order or not, but I really want to plan out when we do the, when I, when we decide, or, you know, I decide to do the soul awakening episode that one I really have to write down because there's so much experience <laughs> that I went through. And what I, when I was looking for it, because no one really came to me, I, I got tired of it. And I was like, you know, I got to look for answers. And I actually went on YouTube. But I realized there's a lot of people that have been explaining or discussing soul awakening. But at the same time, I don't know, I don't want to say this in the wrong way. They're not fully helping. So the, the whole soul awakening thing and a little simple thing to um, share with is that it's letting go of this ego that you used to have, and it's just the purpose, the soul, and the higher, higher soul. The, the, the picture yourself above and here. The higher power, not a power, but connection and a purpose to help others. And it's funny to me that, all these people like myself are helping others in this 
a different way. But what I also learned is that you can fall back into your ego. And I find that in a sense of the purpose you're doing it for. Are you doing it for a good reason? Are you helping others just for that and shedding light on other things? But the goal, my goal here, I'm not, I'm not looking for money. I'm being honest. Like, I'm not a perfect person. I might say the wrong thing. I even, you know, apologized earlier for something I thought I said wrong in the first episode. But I'm here to connect on different things. There's going to be people like earlier who wrote in the chat that there's no such thing as a third eye. Whatever, it's fine. Everyone's different, but I'm still learning about the whole soul awakening thing. There's a whole process I went through. I was like, what is this? What is going on? And I thought it was just the uh, traumatic event, but it went further, 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 further. I had dreams, things I didn't understand. And I realized that, yeah, I might have said I don't know everything, but then I'm going, <laughs> what am I dealing with now? But you can fall back into this ego thing. And funny or not, um, I came across people on Facebook that are really, they're popular on the, um, you know, spiritual soul awareness, and they're helping others with different things, like this guy who talks about all positive things. He used to be a Buddhist. And I lost my mind a little bit, and I was like, maybe I'll reach out to him and ask him a question about, you know, what he thinks about this, this emotional feeling. And I come to find out, like, you can't even message the guy. You have to call to... Make a, make a, um, it's all about money. You know, there's freedom on speech and reaching people and then they like it and share it. But if you can't reach someone, you know, it's up to them if they want to read it or they want to respond or how they want to react. But there was this block of you have to pay for this person to come visit you if you want to set up a party or, you know, a guest speaker um, and I'm not saying that in a negative way but yeah you need money to survive but at the same time what are you what are you doing it for then there's a transition of energy there's this you know to give a reading it should to me it shouldn't cost hundreds of dollars but that's another topic no you you need to give energy to get it back if I give you a reading you, there's, you can give me an apple. It doesn't have to be money. Sometimes, mostly it does. I mean, but I just don't agree with hundreds of dollars. What your, your, it's your gift. Uh, it's a whole different. That's a that yeah, would a be a different. hot topic. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have some great topics. Um, I think we should keep ten minutes off this towards the next show in case we have any technical difficulties with calls. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah. Well. Yep. <laughs> Well, it's only 10 minutes now, but um, I know. yeah, until next time. <laughs> Overload. <laughs> if there's uh, anyone that wants to, any subjects you want to talk about, if you want to add to this or you have ideas or you have a question for me to answer, there's the Facebook page that has messages. Um, I, I'll respond as I want to. So thanks for listening, and I appreciate <laughs> thanks everyone. Thanks for listening. And Happy New Keep Year. Keep that. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Till next time. Happy New Year. All right. Bye.